Please stand as you're able for today's New Testament lesson from the book of John, chapter 1, verses 43 through 51. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found him about whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said of him, here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, where did you get to know me? Jesus answered, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly, I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Please be seated. Thank you, Diane, for reading our scripture. Well, welcome, friends, to week four of our sermon series, Kindred Heart. As we explore the call stories of the people of Jesus, over the previous weeks, we have explored the Great Commission, where Jesus commissioned the 11 apostles to go and make disciples of every nation. At that point, Jesus has expanded their territory, not only for Jews, but also to include Gentiles of all nations. The recall of Peter, where Jesus asked Peter the same question three times, do you love me? And Jesus does this to reconcile Peter back to Jesus after he denied Jesus three times. Last week, the call of the fishermen, where Jesus calls his first disciples, Andrew, Simon, Peter, James, and John, while they were out fishing, and Jesus said, follow me. And tonight, with the help of the Holy Spirit, we will explore the call of Philip and Nathaniel. Let us pray. Gracious God, Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you. God, I thank you for allowing me to be your messenger. Father God, I invite your Holy Spirit to take over this moment and this space, to take over this message. Rise up within me, set me on fire. May the words that come out of my mouth be pleasing and acceptable to you. And all that are listening under the sound of my voice, may they hear a word for them today. Speak, Lord, speak, Lord, for we, your children, are listening. It is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. In chapter 1 of the Gospel of John, John makes it very clear that he is not the Messiah. John makes it very clear in the beginning of this gospel that Jesus bears witness to the Father and John bears witness to Jesus. John makes it clear 
that his role is to prepare the way for Jesus and that John is to be a witness to the people for Jesus. And in this gospel, in this first chapter, John gives us a glimpse of a few call stories of some of the disciples. And in our text today, Jesus calls Nathaniel and Philip. Scripture begins, the following day, Jesus wanted to go to Galilee and he found Philip and said to him, follow me. Ever since the beginning of creation, God seeks us. Remember the story in the garden when Adam and Eve eat the forbidden fruit and they realize that they're naked and so they go and they hide from God and when God comes through for his evening stroll, he hauls and he calls out and says, Adam, where are you? Even today, God is seeking us through Jesus. Jesus finds us and invites us to follow him. A disciple must choose to follow Jesus. Now following Jesus is more than just walking with Jesus. You know how the disciples walk with Jesus and they reap the benefits of being with Jesus. Following Jesus means that you must submit to the authority of Jesus over your entire life. When Jesus finds Philip, Philip, unlike many of the other disciples, immediately, instantly sees God in Jesus. Philip did not need to see signs and wonders. All Jesus said was, follow me. And Philip knew to do so. Philip bears witness just like Andrew did earlier when he met Jesus and went to find Peter. He goes and he knows that when I follow Jesus, that I've got to go and bring others to Jesus. So Philip, his theology may be off a little bit, but that's okay because he seems to believe that he found Jesus, but that's okay if it's working for Philip. Amen. So Jesus goes, Philip goes and he finds Nathaniel. He says, Nathaniel, we have found him of whom Moses in the law and also the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. And Nathaniel says to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Nazareth was despised by the Jews because they were known to be the, the unproper people. You know, they had the poor reputation in morals and, and uh, religion. So Nathaniel, he was from Canaan and you know, he was a good Jew. So therefore to him, huh, there's nothing good that can come out of Nazareth. And maybe that's why he used such harsh language. For Nathaniel, it may be possible that it was hard for him to believe that the Messiah would come from such a bad place. This response from Nathaniel always reminds me a part of my call story. I came from a broken family. People did not have many nice things to say about my family. They judged me based on the choices of my parents, 
They judged me based on the environment I grew up in. Have you ever been judged based on choices of other people and not your own? Have people ever said harsh things to you based on things beyond your control? When Nathaniel says these harsh words, I love what Philip says to him. Philip says, come and see. Philip used the same words Jesus used for Andrew in chapter 1, verse 39, when he said, come and see. As a disciple, when you offer Christ to people, some people will desire to know him, but others will push back. But do not lose confidence even when people respond in disbelief. The best response is always to invite them to come and see for yourself. You do not have to argue, raise your voice, or forge a positive response. All you must do is extend the invitation to come and see and let Jesus do the rest. Later in the service, Jesus will extend the invitation to us to come to the table that he has prepared for us to come and see. What I love about Jesus is that Jesus tells us to come and see. He doesn't say, when you fix yourself up, come and see. Because you see, you cannot get yourself together. Church, I know so many people, they believe the deceitful lies that once I get myself together, then I'll come back to God. Baby, you can't get yourself together by yourself. I've heard them say, once I get, you know, fix myself up, I'm gonna get right with God and I'm gonna come back to church. Baby, Jesus already got it right. Jesus already paid the price and got it right for you. All you have to do is come and see. And stop thinking you have to put yourself together to come back to church. The church is the place just for you. It's the place where all of us are sinners saved by grace. Just come on as you are, broken, bruised, bankrupt, empty, hurt, angry, confused, prideful, or whatever vices and or issues you may possess. All you have to do is come and Jesus will do the rest. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, and he said to him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom is no deceit. <laughs> now, if you remember, Nathanael said nothing good can come out of Nazareth. <laughs> and if Jesus heard him, but Jesus in return says, Ha, huh, here is Nathanael. He's a true Israelite, a good man, a man of integrity, no deceit. Hmm. Praise God that Jesus does not respond to us the way we respond to him. Jesus, Nathaniel said to him, how do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, 
I saw you. Jesus knew Nathaniel before the two ever met. Jesus knows us. Jesus knows the good, the bad, the ugly, and the indifferent. Yet Jesus still desires to be in a relationship with us. Jesus meets you where you are in life. Nathaniel had just spoken harsh words towards Jesus in disbelief because Jesus was from Nazareth. Yet when Jesus reveals his supernatural powers of seeing things that no one else can see, it's at that very moment that Nathaniel recognizes Jesus. Jesus comes to us, revealing himself to us, hoping we will recognize him and accept him as our Lord and Savior. You remember my call story? But let me share a little more. In my darkest hour, Jesus found me. Jesus found me sitting on the side, the edge of my bed. I was crying, I was broken, I was hurt, I was scared, I was confused. And that night, Jesus found me, and Jesus said to me, Toy, follow me, and I will show you what I can do in you and through you. When I see people from my past, I used to be scared, like ashamed. I used to worry about what people were gonna think of me or what people were gonna say about me or if people were gonna see me based on my family's name or the family members that I have or, or the man that I married or whatever. I was so afraid that people were gonna pass judgment on me. So when I would see people from my past, they would say, I heard you a pastor or a preacher or something. And out of my fear of what their response was gonna be, I will respond, or something. <laughs> but you see, I know that Jesus knows and sees me and Jesus still wanted me and Jesus desired to be in a relationship with me and Jesus had fixed me and healed me and made me whole and brand new and I no longer had to hold my head low, I could hold my head up high. So now, like Peter, I have confidence in Christ. So when you see me and you say, I heard that you're a pastor or a preacher or something. My response is, I am, and I love it. Isn't God good? And I walk away. <laughs> Think about your call from Jesus. When Jesus came to see you, and Jesus said, Patsy, follow me. Jesus showed himself to you and you recognized him. And now you are a disciple following the one who saved you, who saw you. Once Nathaniel realized who Jesus was, he immediately went from nothing good can come out of Nazareth to Rabbi, 
You are the son of God. You are the king of Israel. Nathaniel had heard of Jesus, yet he needed Jesus to show him who he was in order for him to believe. Do you know the one who you follow? As a disciple, you must know Jesus personally for yourself. How can you tell someone else about Jesus if you don't know him for yourself? Much like Nathaniel and the other disciples in this chapter of John, when they come and follow Jesus and they see Jesus for themselves, then they too change the words that they call Jesus. Just listen for a moment at all of these many names and titles that Jesus are given in one chapter. Lamb of God, verse 36. Rabbi, verse 38. Messiah Christ, verse 41. Son, Jesus of Nazareth, son of Joseph, verse 45. Son of God, 49. King of Israel, 49. Son of man, 51. <laughs> All in one chapter. Jesus concludes the conversation with Nathaniel with a promise. <laughs> oh, I love Jesus. Jesus could have rebuked him because he said nothing good comes out of Nazareth. But Jesus didn't. Jesus could have rebuked him because you did not believe in me until I told you that I saw you. When no one else saw you, I saw you. But Jesus does not rebuke him, no. Jesus concludes the conversation with a promise. He says, truly I tell you, you shall see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. Jesus is telling him right there that he is the full revelation of the glory and the presence of God. How do you know? Because it had already been prophesied. These verses combine the images from the vision of the Son of Man in Daniel 7 and 13. As I watched in the night visions, I saw one like a human being coming with the clouds of heaven. And he came to the Ancient One and was presented before him. And Jacob's dream ladder in Genesis 28 and 12, and he dreamed that there was a ladder set up on the earth and at the top of it reaching to heaven and the angels of God were ascending and descending, ascending and descending up and down, back and forth, back and forth, getting their orders, going back, coming down, going back, coming down. In other words, Jesus is letting the disciples know that I am the ladder between heaven and earth. I am the son of man and son of God. I am the connection, the way to my father. 
And then he says, and because you are my disciples, you will have spiritual insight. This is not just about physically seeing the angels go up and down and sending and descending, but no, he is telling the disciples that you will have spiritual insight. You will see what no one else can see because you are in me and I am in you. You will know my true nature and the purpose of my coming. You will see the signs and the wonders. Church, it sounds easy to come, follow me, come and see, go and tell others and bring them back to me. But it gets hard. This is not an easy journey to be a disciple. But one thing's for sure, no matter where we are on the journey, Jesus is right there with us and he will meet us right there where we are. Jesus is standing there right in front of you with his hands out, stretched open, saying, come and see. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, let the church say, Amen.